Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon, and welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, I Vidal, the Shark CFO Espinosa. And it's great seeing you this Wednesday afternoon. I really, really appreciate you being here with us and uh, following this series. And um, as you know, during the course of the this week, we are talking about budgeting, the budget, a budget, what a budget is, what should I do uh, to budget, uh, what's our budget, and um, why is it so important to create a budget uh, and <clears throat> excuse me and today we are going to actually tackle on the essential parts of developing creating preparing projecting a budget yes what are the essential parts to create a budget and i actually have covered this during the last two days but we need to reiterate and we need to make sure that you understand what are the parts or the essential parts of a budget. Now, remember, a budget, it's not just a weekend project. Oh, because they're talking about budgeting and everybody's telling them about, tell, saying that, we should do some planning, and planning includes budgeting. Let's do one. Not necessarily, okay? A budget, as we know, it's a projection. It's predicting what we want for our business to happen in monies, okay? We're translating the activities into monies, dineros, uh, dineros hermanos, okay? That, that's what we're doing in the budget. Uh, again, remember, it's predicting, forecasting, uh, planning, uh, wishing, goal setting, what we want in our business. Business budgets should be dynamic financial documents. And what do I mean by dynamic? They're actually a living organism. They move around. Budgets are adjusted constantly. Budgets are adjusted on a quarterly basis, semester, yearly basis, and remember what we spoke yesterday. We need to analyze and review versus actual versus budgeted. That's going to help me. That's going to help me tweak the wheels in my business. That's why it's a dynamic financial document that actually helps guide your decision-making through the year. Fuck, that's major. Your decision-making through the year. And I'm gonna continue with the example that I gave uh, uh, yesterday or the day before, marketing. What if our marketing is so on point that for every dollar that we're spending in marketing, investing in marketing, we're 10xing it. We're getting 
$10 in revenue for each dollar that we are investing in marketing. We're going to tweak our investment in marketing. And I would personally say, you know what? Here's $100,000. 10x it for me. But even though our financials and our budget is showing that 10x increase in, in, in revenue for each dollar, what about our controlling all the additional items, staffing, admin, and things like that? That's why a budget, it's dynamic. A budget should contain formulas that help show projections. Yes, remember, a budget, it's not set in stone. It's a projection, okay? It's a projection that should be close to reality. Close to reality when it comes to the expenses, to the costs, because that's what we want to control. Now, the revenue, we want as high as possible or higher than what we budgeted for, okay? Understanding the basic elements of a small business budget will help you create one that helps you keep your business on track month to month. That is only if, that is only if you review financial statements on a monthly basis. That's only if you have a controller, CFO, or a really good accountant that it's actually providing you monthly financials on your principal business. That's the only way. Otherwise, it's pointless for you to prepare a budget. It's pointless for you to prepare a detailed monthly budget. The first piece, and I cannot stretch this more, revenue, revenue forecasting. One of the most essential parts of the budget process is projecting your sales, your revenue. Yes, that is the beginning of every single budget. While you might have irregular revenue, such as profits from investments or the sale of assets, knowing your core revenue streams will help you from the foundation, form the foundation of your budget. Now, investments and sales of assets are not your day-to-day -day revenue sources. If you're a service provider, it's your clients that you provide the service to, those fees, those are your revenue sources. If you sell mouses, right, that's your mainstream of revenue source. So, Trying to predict, trying to predict revenue from 
sorry, revenue from investments, don't focus on that. Trying to predict on the sales of some assets, don't focus on that. Focus on your main line of services and products or products to forecast, to predict, to set goals for your annual revenue. Use historical sales data, survey of customers and projections from your sales staff to estimate your revenue as accurate as possible. Let's say that you have 10 sales reps. Their quota or their goal per month should be $10,000, equaling $100,000 in revenue generated through new sales through those 10 sales reps. That's actually an accurate forecast based on the example. Therefore, your revenue per month, it's going to be $100,000. That's their goal. As the whole sales team, $100,000. Now, if they can make $100,000 in January, in February, in March, I would actually increase their quota by 10% for the, for the fourth month. And, and then I will increase it another 10% in the sixth month. Now, what I'm doing, it's called compounding. $100,000, increase 10%, it's $110,000, right? Are you following me? Then $110,000 times 10% more, it's not $10,000 more, okay? It's going to increase to $121,000. And then I'm going to increase it another 10% more. It's $133,000. You need to compound your growth when it comes to revenue. You need to compound your growth forecast when it comes to revenue. Develop conversations and optimistic projections to help you plan your budget that addresses several scenarios. Also, consider certain months that might you have individuals on vacation. You might have individuals get sick. So consider that, adjust accordingly, okay? Adjust accordingly. Expense estimates, that's another part of your budget. Once you have a good idea of your revenue, you can more accurately set expense levels. Dividing your costs into production and overhead expenses, it's fundamental part of developing a business budget. The more detail you are, 
the more success you are positioning yourself, the more detail, the better success. Because what you can measure, you can control. Damn. Listen, what you can measure, you can control. Okay? So being as detailed as possible when it comes to estimating your expenses and separating your cost from your overhead, it's going to create an amazing business budget. Production expenses are those related to creating your product or services. Costs directly involved in delivering your services or producing your products. While overhead are those you have even when you aren't making what you sell. Fixed costs, rent, utilities, telephone, internet, certain payroll individuals, lease payments, car payments, insurance payments. All those are known fixed costs, which are overheads, okay? Example of production expenses include materials, direct label, labor involved in the production of your product or the delivery of that service. Okay? And we already said which are some of the examples of an overhead expense. Marketing, rent, Telephones, internet, blah, 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 blah. How do I know that? If I were to ask you for a profit and loss, I would be able to determine which are your fixed costs and which are your variable costs and which are directly involved in the delivery of your service or the manufacturing of your product. Do you know that? Let me repeat the phrase. Whatever you can measure, you can control. Debt service. If you use a credit card or loan to operate your business, don't forget to include your monthly interest charges. Forgetting to project how much interest you'll generate during the year can lead to an accurate year-end projection and a lack of credit. For example, if you generate $200 worth of interest each month, that tackled onto your credit card balance, add that to your monthly budget expense. If you don't, by November, you will have $2,000 less credit available than your budget shows. Yes. It's very common that as business owners, we use 
our personal business, uh, our personal credit cards for the business. Budget for that. Budget for that utilization. It's better to over budget than under budget. It's better to overestimate in your expenses, in your fixed costs, in your variable costs, than underestimate. Why? Because at the end of the year, okay, or at the end of each month, you're going to be able to adjust accordingly. This is called or known as administrative accounting. Why? Because, let me give you an example. Let's say that I budgeted in January $100,000 in revenue, and I achieved $100,000 in revenue. But I budgeted for marketing $5,000, and I only utilized $3,000, okay? So I have an over budget of $2,000. Well, I would personally do the following. I would create a provision of additionally $1,000 in marketing expense, okay, to probably utilize in a month that I go over budget. That's the beauty of accounting. That's the beauty of knowing how to manage your numbers for accurate decision-making. In January, I spent $2,000 less than what I budgeted, less than what I projected, less than what I thought I was going to invest in my marketing expenses. Therefore, I have a cushion of $2,000 and so forth. I can have the same cushion in other expenses or other line items. That's the beauty. Cash flow projections. Small business owners often make the mistake of creating budgets that show income and expenses, but not when they arrive or come due. This can cause cash flow problems that damage your business. Cash flow budget, cash flow projections are completely different than a financial budget. What the hell? What are you talking about? Yes. Unless, unless you're 100% cash basis, which I highly discourage you on being for financial and tax purposes, you are going to have to prepare a cash flow projection. What do you mean? Here. The example I gave you about the marketing of spending $3,000, but me budgeting $5,000 and having a cushion of $2,000, that's what I mean. I have a cushion of $2,000, okay? It doesn't mean that I save and I have additionally $2,000 in the bank. It doesn't mean that. 
okay? It means that I have the opportunity or the option of adjusting in future months those $2,000. Now, my revenue, if I sell or I invoice on the last day of the month, when do you think I'm going to get that money in my bank account? 10, 15, 20, 30 days later? That's what we mean, cash flow projection. You probably sell in January, but that money, those dineros, those payments are going to come in in February, maybe March. So you need to recognize that. You need to understand that, that not 100% of your revenue, it's going to be realized, it's going to hit your bank account in January. It's probably gonna hit February and part of it in March. Now, your utilities expenses, you get the bill from the electric company, from the telephone company, from the water department in January. But when are you paying it? You're probably paying it until February. Therefore, your expense is in January, but it's actually coming out in February from your bank account. That is cash flow. That's how money goes in, goes out, okay? So you need to create a cash flow projection. Create a cash flow report as part as of your master budget that shows when your sell money will arrive, not just when it's invoiced. Include the dates you will have to pay bills, not just when you receive the invoice from your vendors. If Let me give you an example. If a customer orders $10,000 worth of product from you in January, we already said it, you might not receive payment until February or March. You might need to pay your suppliers and workers for the materials and labor necessary in February. Projections. An essential part of creating any budget is including formulas that project long-term income and expenses. For example, your budget document will record your monthly expenses as they come in each month, but should also estimate your average expenses each month as you update your numbers. This will show your estimated final, final annual revenue and annual expenses at this level. Create formulas that let you quickly find your average monthly income and expenses and your end projections. Simple, right? Not so quite. Not quite. Not quite simple. Follow us on Instagram.
Yes, Instagram is fun. We have a lot of pictures there. Sometimes we post pictures of what part of our team is doing and uh, go to the search button or the search chingadera there on Instagram and look for Invictus Advisors USA. We now have only one uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, we discontinued the one from Mexico because we're just one big uh, organization. And we're posting fun stuff there. We post things that are related and pertaining to every single day lunch with the shark. So it helps you um, understand through visuals and through, um, through certain exercises there what we're actually saying. Sometimes I think I overcomplicate things, but it's not for you to know it. It's just for you to understand because your main focus and your main goal is to grow your business, not do your accounting department, okay? So focus. Remember, whatever you can measure, you can control. And today, we're going to end up our uh, Lunch with the Shark with a quote from William Father. And he said, a budget tells us what can't afford but doesn't keep us from buying it. It's so true. A budget tells us what we can't afford, but doesn't keep us from buying it. Follow this motto. Follow this. You're going to realize how much money you might be throwing out if you are barely starting to review your numbers. See you tomorrow. It's been great. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.